How Long Gone, coming to you live from the beautiful Standard Hotel, King's Cross, London, mate. Jason and I just touched down, thanks to our friends at Delta One, Heathrow, 7.30 a.m., bleary-eyed into a long line at Customs, but mm. we made it in a beautiful London black cab all the way to our destination. Jason, how are you feeling post, post red eye? Bad. <laughs> no, it was, it was fine. I mean, like the last 24 hours, definitely a blur. When you do that, that kind are you of, saying it's all a blur? It's all a blur. <laughs> 8 PM wheels up out of JFK, a scant sub six hour transatlantic flight. That five, was surprising. 5:40 in the new Delta big, big daddy five and change. Um, there was a, uh, stewardess that Jason made friends with that just was flight attendant flight attendant stewardista stewardista <laughs> that's what i'm gonna start calling your mom <laughs> damn she'd be like oh that's fun <laughs> um but yeah there was a there's a chatty stewardista on the flight and it was just she was also to preface she asked me what i did and i told her the name of the podcast so 50 50 chance she's listening to this right now i mean she was an older lady in her probably mid 50s looking mm. good she looked 37 tops. had the glasses on so it was giving kind of mature porn hub mature uh, search filter parameters yeah is that what you're talking yeah, about mature search pistol not not like a mature cheddar but no you not, see not some like, of, in some of these shops around here not like the tyrell's chip flavor <laughs> um and and she but then she was really chatting with jason in a way that i think he could have taken her to the mile high club oh i could have easily shagged her rotten in the in the loo of course but i'm a married man no no i wouldn't want to give you any ideas but then i think she spilled a drink on you, and I believe that was a way of flirting because an air hostess uh, at this level, yeah, Delta One International, yeah, they don't spill. I I've never been spilled upon, and I've flown Southwest. And you were wearing a white shirt, so I was. Luckily, I had my blanket on. <laughs> <laughs> so no. So what happened was I was I was in my little. I was watching a movie. I mean, this was like not that long ago i don't even remember what movie i was watching I'm, I'm just so out of it but watching a movie she brings me uh a, a sparkling water with a lemon wedge mm. on the rocks and i drink it she comes by with her she's collecting all the cups grabs my my empty puts it on her tray and then she starts telling me the story and we're talking and we're just talking and talking and i bet she failed to mention her husband but continue she did mm -hmm. wow how did you know and then um, she was animatedly speaking with her hands. Gesticulating, if you will. Yes. And she just, the, the, same, the very same cup that was taken from me two minutes prior was now on my lap. And it was just ice cubes, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But okay. she did not miss a beat in the convo. Mm -hmm. She said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I, I talk with my hands. That's just what I do. Same. And I'm like, honey not in first class not in not in transatlantic 360 so then she she doesn't miss a beat in the story while i am now kind of with my head between my knees trying to fish out ice cubes and and spent lemon wedges from oh, my crotch no. area and kind of placing not, them back into into her possession not some discarded bar fruit in the crotch area especially <laughs> when you're wearing shorts on the plane <laughs> the cra that's crazy that's a crazy visual for the listener come off it man come, come on. off it uh yeah it, it, it but yeah we stayed in touch 
you know she's she said she's gonna come to the show the second night yeah did you have a did you have a delicious meal <laughs> no i actually i she brought out the food it was like a chicken with like mash chicken with mash and spinach i i took a couple of bites it was pretty fucked up i didn't even eat the spinach the spinach did you was have like sunday though i did not get the sunday did you know what they featured on the sunday figgy jam i don't know crushed up biscoff you joking <laughs> you joking Real? did you have it oh yeah oh you fat boy i know well i didn't eat a meal because i'm not disgusting but the the sunday cart rolls around uh-huh. you know you're feeling i went i went for the fruit and cheese for dessert cheese isn't a dessert it's a disgusting uh dairy product but sure i didn't eat all the. i was mainly in it for the grapes oh baby nature's candy right? i have some delicious grapes here in the room thanks to our friends at the standard hotel if you want to i'll eat be nicking them. them on the way out you can have them i don't eat grapes grapes are truly disgusting the skin can't do it Jesus. um yeah but the crushed up biscoff on the scoop of vanilla and with some hershey's was slapping went down a treat it was a nice treat i had to allow myself that treat because i i I had to, I'm like a child. I had to give myself a reward after giving my, giving myself a shot in the bathroom. <laughs> so it was it was worth it. So you get, did. So you're like, I have to put something in my stomach when I shoot into the ass. Let's no, do ice no. Cream. I just I just wanted. It's like when you go to the doctor as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. they give you a lollipop. That oh, was my it, lollipop. I just wanted to give myself a little treat. I want a lolly. I want a l- lolly. How was it sticking a needle in your ass thirty thousand feet in the air? Pretty clean easy it was nice okay. yeah easy i mean i wouldn't want to do it in in you know a you wouldn't want to do it a, in the in the range rover on the way up to the country house no 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 it was soho farmhouse i would wait till i got to luxurious bathrooms of course mm-hmm. but no I, I wouldn't want to do it in a in a you know in a regional in a boston to new york flight oh. or something where the bathroom is so small i have to nasty squat to get in the door um <laughs> you know but but i'm i'm glad we made it i did watch i also skip breakfast just for the record chris me and you both, Chief. Okay, I'm just hoping I'd get a little more, a little more praise from you. That's all. I mean, I feel like you're doing some performative, be- not eating right now, and, I am. and I, right. I appreciate it. <laughs> don't get, it, don't get me wrong. I'm as I'm, long as the ball goes over the line. I see you, and I, I recognize this, and I'm proud of you. Um, I was I, inspired by watching the Amy Winehouse documentary. <laughs> yeah, I watched the, I watched the Tom Petty documentary about making wildflowers, and it's really bad. Um, but it's such a classic record. I've been listening to it all morning. Oh, really smacks, man. Pete. The, the thing I don't like about that documentary is it has Rick Rubin in it. Um, I think I didn't realize the whole story where he basically like fired his drummer and then it was like a solo album <laughs> instead of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's just like, bro, you just got a new drummer. It's not, you know, but my dog Ben Mont. All the other Heartbreakers are still there. Ben Mont Trench, the goat. Of, of tickling the keys he has a lot to offer in the dock benmont you're not familiar with benmont that sounds like a new orleans restaurant he's he's truly honestly he's like one of the the greatest it sounds like a train stop in one of louisiana the, one of the greatest ticklers of all time motherfucker can tickle motherfucker can tickle he makes he makes letterman's guy look like a bitch <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um. His, that bald motherfucker, peanut head ass. <laughs> oh. Where are you at now? That's what I thought. Um. Yeah. So we're in the lovely Standard Hotel. Beautiful day. You told me to bring a light jacket. Uh. That was after I had already packed. So, I have not one. But um. Luckily, the hotel here has br- brolies. What do you? How do you call an umbrella? Oh, I don't know. I thought maybe you you were gonna say you're just gonna go around the shops. <laughs> Broly. Is that a yeah umbrella? 
Yeah, it's the, the end of the week. Rory is a, Phillips said, "Bring chuck a brawly in the It's not looking positive for the end of the week. But I, I we, we forgot to talk about this Barada gate. Barada gate. I didn't read the Barada article. You don't need to read the Barada article. It's more senseless clickbait from my friends over at Grub Street <laughs> who love like dining sheds and like, you know. <laughs> Shed lovers, top ten sheds. Shed in lovers Nolita. and paying a living wage, so we don't have to tip. Boring. Um, but the uh, the yeah. So there's basically a story that burrata is boring, and it it's you know I can't believe you pay twenty dollars for a dollop of burrata. They should try harder. The chef should try harder mm-hmm. to make it something better. And to that, I say, get a life. Get a life. Because burrata is a pretty across the board crowd pleaser. I feel like, and like even if you just have a nice clean loaf to pair it with. Mm-hmm. I don't even need a seasonal tomato. I could just, I, I just cut it off. I mean, I just don't understand what they, what this person wants. What do you want I, from the burrata? I didn't, I didn't read the article and I, 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 I sort of pieced together that their beef is not with burrata itself. It's with the fact that uh, restaurants have become lazy and relied on just buying a bunch of balls of burrata for five dollars, charging twenty for it, they put it in a bowl with a couple of herbs on top and a couple yeah, of plugs. That's of good. It's good. Baroncini olive oil, and we call it a day. And if you want to put your Frank's four fifty seven olive oil on it at home, you could save a little money. But if you're going to a fucking restaurant, you know you're going to pay twenty dollars for brada. What? What do you like? What? I don't yeah. understand. That's the deal. I think people. She. She's. Or I think it was a, a she. It is a she. A she. Her who wrote it. And I. A lot of the sensibilities are in line with what where i am but i i don't i but it's it's like an ingredient where it's like it's anything you add to it it doesn't necessarily make it better it's like like uni or mm, or uh, any yeah. like high grade ingredient like that like a specialty ingredient oftentimes the more you do to it the more you're going to fuck it up you know letting letting it speak for itself so if you have this beautiful burrata with this beautiful cream inside it was just handmade by a master artisan and they put hours of time and work into it. That's why it costs $20. You put it in a bowl and you have some really nice simple sea salt on it and then you just sit there and concentrate on the flavor yeah. of this uh, this luxurious gluttonous <laughs> Even I know treat. this and I I'm not I just don't this just seems like a reach but How, I What get, is what is her beef with bread and butter? I mean It's I, the same thing. Well, I mean that's why It's dairy fat and and a, and a carbohydrate. That's what burrata is. And it's good. And anytime you put more shit on it, it fucks it up. Yeah, don't don't give me some grilled peaches. Please get the fuck out of here with that. The butter is bomb as hell. The bread is bomb as hell. Salt, we're done. Anything else fucks it up. I, you don't have to tell me, chief. Don't, I, don't put some dumbass anchovy on there. If I see one more fucking anchovy, mm. I see people. I see people that I thought had money posting their little <laughs> home toasts. With fucking anchovies all over it, like home they're living toast? in a boat for the summer. What's up, home toast? <laughs> home toast is one. Home toast with some nasty canned fish on it. You guys look crazy. <laughs> you guys look. You go crazy. It's like you're a twenties hobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, op- opening the can, <laughs> opening the can of uh, preserved octopus with like a screwdriver <laughs> on a curb. Oh, gross! All the cur- the cats are starting to circle you. The neighborhood that's what, street but cats. That's the problem. That's what. It, it, that's what it is. Tin fish is cat food. That's the that's what it is, and that's why people need to think about it. You're over there. You're I'm I'm plucking my micro cilantro with my tweezers, and then <laughs> you got a little something purring against your leg. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> you gonna let me let me lick the can? I don't want a bite of the. Let toast. me get a little can. I thought I usually get sun kissed. This looking good. Damn, can you? What the dumpsters behind Stir Crazy are looking like? <laughs> Bro, don't even get. Don't even get don't even get me started, man. Fucking imagine <laughs> imagine the fishwife production facility in Vernon. Oh my god, dude. It's it's a fucking Yeah, I just I just hear like the tugboat sound, like all the all the seagulls circling. <laughs> throwing throwing like the 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 mackerel skeleton into the water. Dude, it honestly, it, it's so gross. But I'm I'm happy to be here. We have a dinner tonight. We digress. Um with with friend of the show Issy Wood. She's taking us to Oswald's, which is a popular haunt for the Royals. Oh yeah. We were I was reading the Tatler article about this place. And and Tatler, J- Jason's kind of new to the Tatler. What's forum. what's the place called? Os- Oswald. Oswald's. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta pull this up. Inside Oswald's. Robin Burley's exclusive private members club. <sighs> yeah, so we have to wear a coat. Luckily, I have a suit. It'll be the same suit that I'm wearing for night one of How Long Gone Live in London, as well as night two of How Long Gone Live in London, and maybe even in Copenhagen. Actually, no, we have a we have a jacket to wear in Copenhagen, right? We do have a jacket to wear. Oh, lovely. But yeah, we're we're going to go there and we're going to chuck down into London to try a local french fry and cheeseburger. What if we see what if what if we saw a duke or a duchess or an earl? Do you think I don't think we'd be able to identify them. I need them. to see a PM and a BM. <laughs> Prime minister and baby mama. <laughs> when you got <laughs> When you're going, <laughs> when you're going, Prince for lunch and Central C for dinner. Yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to go check it out, though. I, I mean, I, I haven't been. I don't know if I've been to a place that a jacket is required in a very long. No, time. No, the last time we were in London, when we went and met up with, uh, it was you, me, Carolyn, David Goggins, and the bro from Drake's. They don't require a jacket at Claridge's. Hey. They don't. I think it was a little jackety. Well, I didn't wear one. Coggins always has a jacket on. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And Michael Hill also, it's literally his job to have a jacket on. I can't wait to check into Oswald's on foursquare.co.uk tonight. Let's go. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm lo- I'm hitting Chiltern Firehouse to get a drink with my friend Brooks, who's visiting from Charleston. I love a link up, you know, when you're f- both from out of town. So you're gonna meet a, ch- a guy from Charles, fellow fellow restaurateur. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chop it up. He's just been in Copenhagen for a while, so I'm gonna try to get some tea. Oh, okay, some tea tea time. Um, yeah. So I guess our guest today is is a musician named Bully. Alicia is her name. Alicia. The band is called Bully. Um, I'm a huge fan. If you guys like music that's good. Um, which a lot of you don't, but the album is called Lucky For You. Uh, it's on Sub Pop now. It's an absolute smash. What would you describe the musical stylings to be similar to? It's literally like Liz Fair, whole, like straight ahead, like mm. girl, but like rocking, not some like crybaby shit. Like it's like upbeat. It's yeah. very good. Very good. Got some edge to it. Got some fuzz on it. 
It's not. No, it's not some soft rock. It's not some soft rock. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's got some bollocks to it. Yeah, it's not boy genius. It's good. Oh, how the tides have turned, huh? I hate to see. I hate it. I. I don't want it to be this way. <laughs> I don't want it to be this way. But if you um, if you tweet war criminal, I can't support you anymore. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, never forget. Never forget. Yeah. So we recorded this episode earlier a few days ago when we were still in toronto yeah um when the morning after our show so i was a little not with i was a little loopy but in a good way like i when i was recording it i was like oh, this is God. the morning before our show <sighs> even worse i was like oh no this is bad i don't know anything and then when i listened back on the edit i was like this this uh this sort of delusional malaise ended up being a positive thing. you're always you're always delusional so that's good to you know, know like certain cheeses when they get mold the mold is actually good of you course, know it's kind of like of that course. good mold mm -hmm. um yeah bully uh the album is in stores now i highly recommend it i think she's going on tour um in the near future as well um r.i.p angus r.i.p we r.i.p we r.i.p we all right, all the right. amount of times I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure with my brother, where Large Marge comes out, and my brother would get scared and hide behind the couch. I've seen that movie a thousand times. Never seen anything that man has made, but people love him. And rest in peace. You're too straight. Rest in peace. Oh, I forgot. I got. I got a shout out on the Joe Budden podcast. Oof. Not by name. Massive. Not by name. But I'm just, glad. Just like this guy. That's what. That's yeah, what they said. Well, I'm GQ in this case. I think um that's but, what somebody's gonna say right before they punch you They're yeah suck hey gq <laughs> no uh but they 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 sort they seemed or at least joe which is all i care about seemed to get what i was saying and appreciate it that like yeah mm. we do talk about nothing and it's fire and i'm rich is not a back it is a compliment yeah. maybe slightly backhanded but in a fun way out of respect for a fellow podcaster it, t it takes a boss to know it take it's boss recognized boss hours mm -hmm. over here. You're elevated, floating above the, the, elevated. the normies. But yeah, um, it was it was uh, funny to hear it after they got back from vacation. So uh, thank you guys for listening. I have to go figure out when this episode is going to be released. You know, I this was, is not good with the time zone stuff. Uh, London, it's tricky. We will see you uh, Friday uh, and Saturday night at the Hundred Club in Soho. Um, I think there's a few tickets left for the fifth. We might release a few for the fourth. Um, on the fourth, our guest is is the famed makeup entrepreneur, creative makeup director. Yeah, Isamaya French. And then uh, on Saturday, we are joined by our longtime friend, author, and you know, model. I would say, mm -hmm. you know. Um, raven smith author slash model and then um if you want to come party with us on saturday night here at the standard at sweeties jason roy phillips and a few guests are going to be on the ones and twos starting at 10 p.m you can find the rsvp email um on social media unless you're stupid um and uh <laughs> that's it i'm gonna that's it that's all i got that's it guys and then Copenhagen next week, there's maybe a few tickets left. That one went really quick. And then we're doing a little in-store at Palms on the 9th um, to celebrate a, a new capsule we have coming out uh, with them, which should be fun. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get a 515 at Noma. Get me a little reindeer dick. All right, guys. Enjoy the interview with Boule. Hey, Jason, we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. 
you're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to your health, health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance, located near you, maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash howlong and download ZocDoc for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash howlong. ZocDoc.com slash howlong. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step (laughs) to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Okay, Alicia, I feel like we're all on, on, on the same wave right now because this is a Okay, ra- cool. This is a rare 10 a.m. Uh, recording time, and Jason and I are in Toronto because we have a show tonight. Um, okay. And Jason just got in from L.A., so he, you know we had a long dinner last night. So you know it, it's it's we understand. We're going through it, honey. I would love to know what your excuse is if you don't mind yeah. just telling us. Well, I just like have I'm I've got like a total of four hours of sleep for the past week. I just haven't been sleeping. And I also, on top of it, have like very bi- like morbid nightmares every night. So not only have I not been sleeping, but I like wake up with a pit in my stomach and I'm just like, okay, here we go. Is it because you've been like, you've known that this podcast was on the calendar for a few days now? <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of, and that's where the night terrors begin? Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. I'm sorry. Is this something, is this something new for you or have you always had sleep issues? No, I've, I've always had issues you have all you have all kinds of sleep yeah. issues okay you've but you're sober now right you don't rely on drugs to sleep no i mean i still smoke weed 
here and there, but yeah. Okay, well, I've got a tip for you. Smoke weed every night a lot, <laughs> and then you go to sleep, and then if you smoke enough weed, the dream the dream dragon never comes out of his cage. I did it last night, and it didn't help her. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, You're like I, bro, I, I've been. Bro, I tried. It didn't take. Yeah. I've been and, trying. And you got, bro. how on a scale of one to, one to 100, how high did you get? I was like 75. Okay, 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 it, was, okay. it was legal weed, so I feel like that always like gets you a little bit more, you yeah, know? Smoking legal. She's smoking legal. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't okay. I you know, I haven't smoked weed in a long time, but the the legal stuff to me it feels it feels dorky, you know? And <laughs> and I don't know You don't you don't want to have your drugs have like a creative director design the branding and the packaging and the logo and everything. Yeah. Something wrong about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah everything Everything has been touched by a creative agency in our lives now. We can't avoid it, even illicit drugs. To even go one step further, like when we just got to Canada, and I, I live in California where indoor and outdoor, legal and homegrown all exist in one beautiful community. But here in Canada, you get edibles or you get weed, and there's literally like the Canadian government stamp like sticker on it as if you're... You know, it's like a, an official government document. And I don't want to look at like a government seal on a package that I'm about to use to yeah. listen to Kid Cudi and take off and go to Mars, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like the equivalent of like Europe's like bad smoking pictures on their cigarettes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the, d yeah. the dead baby on the Marlboro Lights yeah. is like but a like, little But like what's far. worse, when you're about to get high, what's worse, like seeing like... Uh, a grandma with a tube through her throat or like government <laughs> documents like take your pick they're both they're both nightmare inducing no neither neither is great yeah and like in this moment though i feel like that would make me think of this ufo news and that's kind of exciting okay. to me so i would pick that over like a grandma with her like somebody on their deathbed <laughs> like that definitely works like if they did that here yeah that, no, that smoke works. as many cigarettes so let's get have have you had any crossover collaborations between your nightmares and this recent ufo news no i wish okay i just i feel like i'm wait are we recording or can i shake my coffee a little bit more both you can do both oh okay yeah. cool because but i'm 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 very interested in you going tom DeLong mode with your <laughs> with your ufo <laughs> stuff well it's no longer a conspiracy chris the government came out and said we oh okay we now, got we oh, got aliens on deck okay now we trust the government okay i thought yeah. we were, i thought this podcast was anarchy okay. leaning but okay I guess let's not. let me take a step back okay <laughs> this is big we need to give it space okay <laughs> i can't believe you don't have your video on right now believe it girl i'm 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 like your nightmare <laughs> <laughs> Where's that sound coming from? I we're, I mean we're in a we're in a hotel, so I turned it on because uh, sometimes at home I, I just have internet issues. But here I felt free, you know, and I felt it like the lighting is pretty flattering. And I borrowed Jason's DJ headphones mm -hmm. because I left my AirPod case in a cab yesterday. Whereas I I'm and I'm recording on my end, so I turned the camera off to conserve the precious Wi-Fi, so you sound as good as possible. And also I look like shit, so it's a little bit of a win-win uh, <laughs> on my end of the Zoom. That's what I'm saying. I feel like. We're all there, so like. Wait, uh, hey, hey, no, 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 I'm not there. I look great. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, first of all, I'm there. Don't speak for me. We just met. We just met. Don't speak for me. <laughs> okay, we have. I have on the on the docket. We have nightmares. We have aliens. Why are why are you only getting four hours of sleep? Is it because of the nightmares, or do you are you like working on something? Are you on tour? Is there a reason why you're no, keeping these hours? I'm just a really bad sleeper. I just I I feel like I was like I used to. I've always I've I've had sleep issues for like seven years. 
And there was a while where I was like taking Ambien every night. And then I was like, this is the best part of my day. I need to like put this on pause. And then I switched to like (laughs) sleep gummies and everything else. And now like, you know, ever since then, it's like, it just fluctuates so much. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, are you doing white noise? Is it, are you, have you? Okay. So you're doing, you're like going full sicko mode. Eye mask, white noise. Have you tried watching Frasier on Hulu for about (laughs) eight eight hours? I have tried it all. Like I have, I've tried it all. Is this run in your family? Do your parents have issues like this? I don't think so. Do you, do your nightmares have a recurring theme? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you feel comfortable talking about it? I would ne- I would never ask you to say. No, you would not want to know my nightmares. You would not want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay, Jonathan from Corn. <laughs> you don't want to know my twisted they're nightmares. Honestly, morbid. Like my bandmates, they're the only ones who know. Some of them sometimes, if I'm like in the front seat, I will have a deep conversation with the driver, and they will get a little piece of it, like a little glimpse, and they're like. What the okay. fuck? Is oh, okay. Wrong? So your your nightmares are like fentanyl. Just one grain could kill a whole yeah. family. Like you really are not ready to hear what's going on in your twisted mind. I don't even write them down. I don't even write them down because I'm afraid someone's gonna. <laughs> if the police find you're it, going, you'll surely be going, locked up forever. <laughs> I like yeah. that you're. I like that somebody's driving in the front. They're trying to stay awake, and you you basically have to scare them <laughs> instead of instead of them pulling over to get some trucker speed. They they have to. You have to scare them into into driving all night. That's that's yeah, a good tactic. Yeah, because yeah, people love it when when you kind of stop what stop them when they're doing something to tell them about a dream that you had a couple nights ago they usually <laughs> love that stuff i know it's the worst it's the worst but i mine won't mine don't let people down right but you're, some when you're sitting on a hit you're sitting on a hit you gotta yeah. put it out into the world yeah 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 i'm not like oh you know i had a dream like girl scout cookies look back i'm like i was in the middle of a shooting and like <laughs> okay yeah there's some action here i think maybe it I might be maybe- a good thing that you gatekeep your dreams but <laughs> Whenever I was talking about this recently about because I've I've had dreams and nightmares my whole life, basically, and like everyone, but I've, as I've gotten for? older. All right, Meek Mill, calm down. Yeah, Frank. You ready? I've, prob- I've probably been having nightmares like way longer than you have, so it's like not even a big deal. Um, but as I've gotten older and I've had enough nightmares, I've figured out little hacks Mm. on how to win the nightmare uh, so yeah. like if if something bad is happening i will i will ask myself a question that i know i don't know the answer to from like let's say i'm like talking to barack obama or something like that in my dream and if i ask him like hey barack obama what's what's uh the square root of five billion nine hundred eighty three and if Right, actually, that's a bad answer. If if I ask I ask him a question that I know the answer to, and if Barack says the answer back, oh, and then if I ask him a question I know the answer to, and the answer is like a gobbledygook, like blah, 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 then I know it's a dream, and then I could start shooting people, how killing you, all the bad guys, and then I win the dream. Though. Yeah, that's very like you're very in touch with yourself and your dream. Okay, don't don't give him credit like that. He's just smoking more <laughs> than you. He's just smoking more. That's the only thing he's doing. Look, I mean, I gotta go deep inside. I'm like the I'm like the submersible. I gotta go to the very bottom of the Titanic. I could implode, but I might see some great treasures down below. I don't I don't dream at all. I feel I feel nothing. That kind of checks out for your whole personality. I, I wake up fresh. Damn. Fuck you. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that I. Sleep yeah, but to, I have well, I have the but... theory. 
I have a theory that the, the nightmares have to happen. The dreams have to happen. You're purging things out of your mind. Uh. And if you never purge them, then you're repressing them. And then one day, you know, you're going to get pancreatic cancer or you're going to yeah, go to hell or whatever it is. You know, I had no, no plans to go to hell already. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so how's music going? Alicia feels free. I can tell she feels free right now. Yeah, this is a safe space. Are you part of the Green Straw Mafia? Are you drinking a Starbucks right now? Uh, unfortunately okay unfortunately good. my local coffee shop but <laughs> i we do hate we hate supporting small businesses on this podcast so i'm glad that you kind of uh, yeah. align with us on that yeah where where do you live where is the local coffee don't tell me the exact coffee shop because one of our listeners <laughs> will come find you you know um i live in inglewood east nashville inglewood east nashville is the, is how overdeveloped it i haven't been in a couple years but I have a lot of friends relocate. How there. many bedrooms is the condo? I have a house. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, excuse me. I have a house. Okay. I, but I, it's crazy though. Like I would say that it it has, I've been in this house for eight years and my rent, if I, my landlord's really cool and she likes me. So my rent has stayed the same, which is also crazy. But the moment I leave, this would go up like a thousand dollars. Sure. Yeah, the Nashville boom also felt like I just I just didn't know where those people were coming from. Kind of like, is it, it you know, was yeah, it, is it California? Yeah, that well, that's the thing is that it was like if I think people outside thought it was like Midwesterners instead of moving to New York or L.A., they would move to Nashville. Yeah. But the reality was it was people trying to escape the the hell of New York. Is and it LA. is it cool people from California or not cool people from California? Be honest, please. I mean, the, not, I would say not cool people from California. <laughs> like my oh, interesting. My okay. neighbors spent like half a million dollars on a house that ten years ago probably sold for one hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars. Sure, so, so, and they have a Tesla, so it's just like, oh. babe, <laughs> you're not getting what you paid for. Like you're still in fucking Nashville, which is very. Yeah, did my wife move next door to you? Because this sounds like my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm over, I don't know. I'm overpaying for a house and I have to put in my own charging station. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Hopefully we got the Tesla lifted out there. Uh, <laughs> got the mud tires on the Tesla. Are you friendly with these neighbors <laughs> or do they think you're a freak? No, I'm sh I think they think I'm a freak. I, I don't understand what's going on with my neighbors because the one on my right, I'm really close with and he definitely has my back and I love him. But then the ones across okay. the street, for some reason, like I I know they don't like me and I don't understand why, but it's confirmed because I think at one point maybe we were practicing here and it was like too loud. Mm. They didn't like it. Okay. You're rocking too hard. Yeah, I'm rocking too hard. They can't handle it. But the <laughs> other day I was walking down my street and this like man rode up to me in a bike and he was like, Are you my neighbor? And I was and I was like, What do you what do you where do you live? And he was like, I live in that house over there. And he was like I was, I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess, because I live across the street. And he's like, what happened to the little girl with the blonde hair? Which was, oh, like, like, I used to have blonde hair. So I'm like, okay, as soon as I dye my hair, you're interested in me? Like, you wanted nothing to do with me. And also, if I wasn't her, how? why do you think I would know where she went? Asking where the little girl with blonde hair went is a very kind of... Are you sure this person on the bike wasn't your, like, grandpa? Because this sounds like something yeah. a grandpa would say to their granddaughter, you know? I know. I was like... Where's that sweet girl of mine who used to have blonde hair? Yeah, but he didn't say it like that. He was like, where's right. the little girl with the blonde hair? Like, he was waiting for me to get out of the house. Oh. And then he was like, do you like your hair? I was like... <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do you, what, a, what a philosophical question. Hey, I have a question for you, stranger on the street. Do you like your hair? Do you like Do yeah. you like your hair from a stranger is crazy. He's like bordering, this is bordering kind of predator mode, and yeah. we got to take care of this how, guy. How old, how old is this guy? Is he like considerably older, or is he like a peer? He's maybe like 54, <laughs> but this happened right after I was, I was the street over. There's a like a circle that I can do. And I had a foster puppy and my dog. And obviously dogs stop at every mailbox. And this old, <laughs> old guy had gotten his car and followed me. And he told me, he was like, I saw you. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I saw you looking through those mailboxes. And I was like, I'm not looking through mailboxes. Or he said, looking through or at. And I was like, I'm just walking these dogs. Like, what the fuck do you think I would even want? Like your electric bill? Why would I do that? And then he said, proceeded to like push forward with it and he's like no i saw it and then i was like you absolutely did it and he goes and if i see it again i'm gonna shoot you and drove away what? <laughs> so this was after circling the street and that is why i'm saying my neighbors Damn. are too much to live in this neighborhood okay. yeah no they are some unhinged wow. shit going on right here. is is so is, that's technically illegal definitely um, definitely and i feel God, that's terrible. I mean, like, we all have had shitty neighbors over the past, but somebody saying, if I see you looking at my mailbox again, I'm going to shoot you, especially in a place where, like, open conceal permits. Where they like, actually have a gun. In, like, yeah, gun country. That's, gun. Fuck, that's fucked up. You, you need to come yeah. move to California, babe. Yeah, all we're going to do is get a stabbing at the most. Live to fight another day. I know. I got I to gotta get out of here. I didn't mean for it to take a dark spin. I guess I was laughing at it now because it's past. I mean, at the moment, I was definitely like, holy shit, I have to move. I mean, that is just a strange. That is like a uh, he saw what he wanted to see, which yeah, is yeah, truly yeah. De delusional, you know? Absolutely. So it, it, it's scary. But yeah, Nashville's a look. Nashville's a, a place I feel like that is having a identity like the new old identity yeah. crisis you know yeah like you go to some of those like what's it 12 south you know you go to some of these oh, places God. or like where, yeah. where barry's boot camp is <laughs> yeah. is one of my there's a barry's boot camp and then there's the turnip truck the large one mm -hmm. kind of in, in the same area and that shit feels like an outdoor mall in california yeah and it's like this isn't char this isn't charming in any way yeah except for you also have the pedal taverns and like yeah. the bad parties so it's even worse than that okay so where are we gonna move to babe we gotta get you the fuck out of this shithole what's the plan i'm coming to la let's go i'm a cali bitch now do you <laughs> same welcome home hooker we've been well waiting <laughs> did you guys meet on a did you guys meet on a bachelorette party i feel like the odd man out here <laughs> you have to come visit me in west hollywood <laughs> <laughs> uh so what is your what is your plan for relocate is it just like it feels like time or or is this are you are you kidding i mean i i feel like i'm like perpetually in a state of moving so it's i almost am so sick of hearing myself talk about it because i'm like i've even told my landlord that i was like this is next month i'm getting out and then it always gets pushed back but i think once i i missed my window a few months ago because of touring but once I get a break, then I think I'll make the move. Because you're you're locked into a thing that Chris and I have both been locked in, which is amazing rent on an amazing house. And that I know. Can, and that can be, I mean, I've, you, this is not the first time you've heard this before, where you can be, you know, sometimes you have to clip some branches so you can grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I'm still here is because my rent hasn't raised. I live like, you know, it's just me here. I can make all the noise I want. 
except for apparently like what my neighbor thinks that <laughs> I'm doing. but i don't we don't have band practice here it's just i just do yeah. other recording stuff here so it's really difficult for me to be like okay let me oh, I got triple my rent and well you know, do you have but know. do you are you a person that you know because i just i moved to new york when i was younger because i was like well that's the big leagues i gotta be there if that's what i want to do i gotta be there i can't live in, i'm from atlanta i was like i can't live in atlanta that is what's gonna I can't do shit there. Yeah. But you, you're pretty successful now, so it's a less risk. You know, I feel like there's no, like, I'm going there to make it. It's just like I'm going there because it's nicer. Yeah. I'm going there because I made it. No, if I would go for pretty successful, I would say, like, <laughs> moderately, you know. Well, but you know, you, you, know what, but you know what I mean. It's not like it's not like you're moving out to L.A. You, you got the fucking stick with a, a bandana tied to it. You're not a and, small and ant carrying a bundle. Yeah, a bundle? <laughs> yeah you're acoustic. You don't. Yeah, your acoustic guitar slung over your shoulder. Like I'm yeah. gonna make it. You know, it's like you you've got it going on. You have a whole thing happening. Yeah. But L.A. is great, and you'll love it. And um, I know you're a big dog person. I'm not. I don't understand it at all. Oh, but my- L.A. is the haven. Yeah. <laughs> L.A. is the number one. L.A. is the number one place to walk dogs. Really? In the world. I would say. <laughs> oh. Fucking hot! I saw. I was there last week, and I saw a dog with four little Crocs on. Don't act like you didn't like seeing that, though. <laughs> I loved it. I was. Yeah. Okay, so I know you like dogs, and I, I, like I said, I don't understand it. But what is the um? What what? I need to ask you a question because I've almost had some kind of violent neighborly interactions myself. But I was on the side of the old man that thought you were looking through his mail because <laughs> oh if I don't bring my trash cans in West Hollywood in immediately. Uh-oh. People like you are walking around with their little cute doggo and they put the <laughs> shit in my trash can. And okay. I know you've done that before. Admit it. Yeah, absolutely. Why does that bother you? <laughs> I it's do that every day. Trash. No, because it's not their trash. And I don't. Oh, want- my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's not look, it's not community community trash exists. I, I think that's a that's a place for dog shit. Mm-hmm. But I just think but I guess the other <laughs> option the other option is you have to carry shit around with you, which isn't it's great. It's not like they're picking up it up with their hands and like plopping it in your trash bin. And it's gonna be thrown thrown away. What's the Well, I've got a I've got a couple pieces of info here. It, I think it <laughs> depends as somebody who does who is on both sides of this, I, I have I have two dogs and I put shits in my neighbor's trash cans every single day (laughs) and people put their shits in my trash cans every single day. It really depends on how far away your trash cans are stored from your nose on your day-to-day life. If the trash cans are close to your house, especially your kitchen, and you can open a window and then, you know, it's 100 degrees, Mm -hmm. the smell of dog shit is slowly sous vying over over days. (laughs) <laughs> and a waft of, of odor begins to enter your house. And that is where you draw the line. Yeah. Chris doesn't have the type of acreage that you might have in Nashville where you can just put the cans <laughs> yeah, over by over by one of the barns or something like that, you know? That's true. That's true. I don't have the kind of acreage. And and Jason is speaking because he, he knows me. Obviously, he's been to my our house many times. But the, the trash cans are situated. We'll call it a bungalow. By kind of a back back door, and it is near the kitchen. Not that I'm oh, cooking. Okay, I'm not that's cooking. A, yeah, that's a different situation. But I just think that it's a. It just seems like a um, like the dog owners are making an assumption yeah. that the the world is their toilet. You know, the world oh, is their trash can. And I I just you <laughs> know, I just I just wanted to talk to you about it because it seems like something that you're passionate about, and I just kind of wanted you to defend the community. You know what? As much <laughs> as I'm like. As much as I'm like, oh, I roll, like pick your battles. Every time I do it, I do kind of sneak it. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, I know that I'm doing something that might not be acceptable. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, 
I will admit that. But <laughs> my our, my situation in my neighborhood is like the trash cans are far by the street. Yeah. Away no, of from course. Thing. And I'm like sneaking it in if I have to. I'm not like hitting the same trash can. But I think you, what, what the reason I'm saying this, that L.A. is truly the home for dog walkers. If I leave my trash can out for 24 hours after it has been dumped, it is <laughs> a quarter of the way full with no, stranger really? dogs. I'm not. No, I'm yeah, not kidding. Wow. It, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm honestly, I, I'm being funny about this because I actually don't really care. But it's in it. It that really happens. It's like really okay, so, it, so in my neighborhood. If I leave the cans out for 24 hours, I'll have one, maybe two no. turds in total. No. But you say you'll have maybe three, four dozen. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like it's, oh, okay. it's you have it's a high just, traffic it, area. It's so a I high traffic. So it's a high traffic area. So I think the difference is acreage and and kind of like you know. Jason is is living in a more suburban area where I think people are are not. Yeah, it's it's funny. And I also, do you like? I, I like that we started this podcast and everyone's saying like, "Oh, I've got no sleep," and blah blah blah. And I got to do this hour of press, and and you're like, "We're just going to talk about dog shit for sixty minutes, baby. Don't worry about it." But when when I when I go over and I see the trash can on the curb, and I'll I'll gently lift the lid make a silent sound i'll plop yep. plop it in and close the lid nobody's the wiser but if the trash can has already been picked up by the garbage truck and slammed down with the lid still open i am now oh. shooting basketballs from across the street into the ah. I'm yelling kobe <laughs> it's landing in the plastic bin with such a thud yeah and that's the only difference yeah, is they they open the lid instead of close it yeah okay. that makes that makes so something to think about chris maybe put a lock on there so you can be like the ultimate narc neighbor i can't i'm already look at me i can't i already look like a cop and <laughs> i i just don't i, I don't want to be the narc i'm not a narc i'm really not i'm really i, I would hate that's to be exactly that. what a narc would say i think your situation with like a quarter of your trash can full of shit <laughs> is totally different than mm -hmm. yes like, you know, what there's, i'm talking about there's levels to this shit <laughs> yeah, literally yeah, yeah. literally yeah chris you i would love maybe an it. instagram story next week when you come back to la <laughs> just i just love to see a photo of just how full of shit this can get me too i would kind of like to see that too <laughs> oh no I'll, I'll text you no problem is the all right alicia now in la this is something that you need to think about if, if you're looking to relocate is there is a you know people put on kind of a, a look for the dog walk you know it's not like in nashville you can get out there in your pj pants and your uggs but in la you might have to i got the rolex on every morning 7 a.m <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> so what do you where do you land on this are you just kind of roll out of bed like i'm gonna get to it or do you kind of yeah. get yourself together no i have no look I just I work alone. It's like, why do I have a look? You know, what I'm, I'm very impressed that I'm wearing jeans right now. But it took me a long time to find jeans that were this comfortable to where I would even consider wearing them like sitting every day all day. I still haven't found a pair of jeans that are comfortable. Yeah, really? What, what, what brand of jeans are we talking about? My God, I can't even say it because I'm going to sound like such a bougie asshole. Do you know who you're oh, talking to? This is the right podcast for that. Yeah, go ahead. Please. I wore $1,200 pants yesterday. Welcome home, honey. Oh, oh, okay. Then I'm way less of an asshole than you because these are <laughs> way, not even close to that. But they're this company called Closed Denim. Oh, I've seen I've seen this on Instagram. I think I've got They're so ad. soft. Yeah, but you can find them on sale to where they're not. $365 jeans. Okay. So no, but this is like, yeah, I've, I've seen this because it's, it's kind of like a hot, it's like a hot girl brand is how I would describe it. No, I don't think it is. 
Well, we're not asking you. We're telling you that it's a hot girl brand. (laughs) (laughs) This is a compliment. This is a compliment. Just take it. I've been in the store. It's it's dedicated denim. It's like only denim. That's what they do. And I feel like if it was hot girl denim, you would throw in like a crop top. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Don't, mm. don't, do not come for our friends at Brandy Melville like that. They're, they're one of our close, (laughs) we have close relationships over there. No, this is actually, it's, I think it's German maybe. Yeah. Is that? Okay, that I I definitely know. Okay, I know what this yeah. is. So yeah. you maybe it is. so you found, but are these jeans kind of are, are they flowing? Is that part of the reason they're comfortable? Are they a boyfriend jean? Yeah, we're, yeah. They're honest. not. They're not a boyfriend jean, but they're not totally different than a boyfriend jean. I have okay. one pair that's like almost baggy, which honestly, that's like the only thing. No, that's not a lie. That's not the only thing. But as far as things that are like coming back from the nineties. The not not baggy baggy but like looser jeans I will I am so on board with, um and then sure. other ones that are like I guess more similar to boyfriend jeans they're just straighter. <laughs> Do you okay? So did you go through? A, so boring. Am I? No, are we really good? This is what we talk about. Did you go through a? Okay. Did you go through a crazy skinny jeans phase? You want to admit to where it was deeply uncomfortable? No, but like I feel like there was a while where that was all you could get, and it was after COVID. It that was just things changed. totally not tolerable. Yeah, you're like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna sit in skinny jeans. You know w- what my testicles went through in the 2007 <laughs> yes. to 2012 exactly exactly time frame exactly. I'm in I'm infertile. A cheap Monday made me infertile, so it's it's been a tough ride. I don't even for have me, to pull out. You know? It doesn't matter. I had cheap Mondays. <laughs> uh, I had cheap Mondays. I had black cheap Mondays. I mean, it's not comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's awful especially like if you're sitting all day no what do you wear on what do you wear on stage though are you trying because you got to look cool but you also want to be comfortable while rocking or not even i don't look cool on stage what do you (laughs) i i am all about comfort all the time i i have like sensory things so with the fabric i'll change my hoodie I'll change into five different hoodies before I know the one that I want to wear for the day. But it's all the same thing. Just like <laughs> maybe a different color, like a dark green and a black. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, sure. So it, it's a good, I like the juxtaposition of the OCD behavior with, you know, hoodie wearing. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. If you have like bad ADHD or something, you're like fabric sensories or just like you're like yeah. unsettled unless it feels right. This is how extreme it is. When I get a new hoodie, I will flip it. I feel so bad for my band every time I like go into dis- discussions like this because I'm like, Jesus Christ, they're probably like... They're happy to get a check. Don't worry. person is so taxing <laughs> to be around. But I'll flip it inside out and I'll wear it inside out, wash it inside out until it gets the perfect level of matted and not too fuzzy. And only then will I flip it the right way and wear it normally it's like it has to go through a process for me to, yeah. to you know okay join the club to, ach- to achieve the correct patina and softness and worn in and do you have uh like a, a ballpark figure on how many times you have to do a, a reverse wash before it's ready to hit the town i mean i would say 17 yeah. <laughs> okay. Then I'm not 17 to 24, but I'm not like washed <laughs> over and over again. Right. I'm just like, if I do a load, that hoodie's going to go in. I'm just including it with every load. Oh, I understand. The best way to learn a language immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. 
and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so, and they have a very unique language, and I will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so I can know how to order my uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science-based. Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's the special limited time deal for our listeners right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel. All I'm hearing is a person who knows exactly what they want and they're willing to do what it takes to get there. And I think that's commendable and you shouldn't worry about that at all. Okay. I, I, I totally agree. I'm a little bit of a freak like that as well. Like I want my clothes to be worn in. Yeah. A lot of them I just buy. I just because they're old. So I, I buy them that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. But I, I, I understand what you're saying. But I, I like that you know the range of washes that it takes. It's almost like you do this for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm working for it. I'm working for the comfort. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're working <laughs> also, for it. Uh, <laughs> on stage, it's like I cannot fathom the idea of ever having to. I never want to wear something that I'm having to think about while I play. Like I already have so mm. many things to think about. The idea of adding something in my wardrobe is mm. stress about is like I won't even consider it. Okay. So are you are you a uniform dresser like a Steve Jobs style where you just I know what I'm I, it's one last I have to figure out a minor to be this and my, <laughs> all my lyrics and like I don't need to think about like is this tie yeah 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 where it looking well, good you know what I mean I mean that would be assuming that I know chords or what I'm playing which I don't <laughs> which I think, like what makes it even stressful or because I can't even ask somebody like what I'm playing it's like you're like I don't know what the fuck you're playing but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's always just like a t-shirt and jeans or a, usually like a tank top and jeans. And then sneaker wise, I would wear cooler stuff, but I have to navigate my pedal board. So it's like, oh, you wear the wrong shoes or docks or something, you'll step down and the little clicker will get stuck in your shoes. This is, this is actually something I've never heard about. And this is musicians need. We need more yeah. visibility with musicians. Do you have this, some big ass feet or something? What's going on over there? I, I have the smallest feet. I can chop in the children's department. But dude, <laughs> I, I have 14 pedals on my pedal board. And it's like I'm tap dancing. It's like, a, oh, know, OK, OK. So it's just you can't wear big shoes or you'll miss them or, or it's like not gonna click you right need, you need so you need a shoe with a more precise tip yeah for tapping yeah i need like a converse no i think a, like a, a tasteful pair of kind of like you know manolos i'm thinking yeah chanel prada like i feel like it may be a heel oh my god it's, you know yeah, imagine i really didn't know that because the pedal stuff you know as a as a music enjoyer i know they're necessary but i always forget that they're you know unless you stomp on them performatively which some people do it's part of the act are you st are you stomping or are you tapping? I'm doing whatever I need to do to get the pedal to click. I guess <laughs> I, whatever it takes to get the job done, brother. I'm not like lifting up my knee <laughs> and then like stomping down. I'm not like trying to make it dramatic. Okay, you're not I'm just like 
get the job done. You're not abusing the big muff. You're treating the big muff nicely and just tapping <laughs> politely. Yeah. Politely. I would say if I'm stomping, sometimes I'm stomping. That would be more so like a distortion pedal that I know and love that I've stomped on many times. But some they know it. The- they know it's coming. They know it's coming. They kind of like it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah they, they like it. It's kind of the only way I can distort, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 I have you seen um just since we're on the subject of pedals have you seen any footage of Ed Sheeran live? Oh uh, no. <laughs> Do you know I, I don't I don't feel like I have much opinion as far as like radio music goes but for some reason You ain't fucking with Ed like that? I just it's weird being in the rock world cuz it's so small these days because everything for the past seven years has been like acoustic singer songwriting or like starbucks music so anytime Mm. there's like a big rock band going on tour you're like that would be really cool if i could do open for that because it's so rare that there's a band Mm. actually a good fit like when we opened for the pixies recently it was the it was such a good fit and it was it just it couldn't have been better and usually it's like i've had a handful of experiences where i get on stage and I'm like, your crowd crowd is gonna like fucking hate this. And I tell you what, <laughs> oftentimes they do. Yeah, no, sure, <laughs> sure. I thought the crowd was gonna hate us, and they did. <laughs> they yeah. they did exactly. What, well, is it so with someone like the Pixies? Somebody in the band just likes you and is like, I like this music. Let's do it. Is that or or is it like they don't really care if the audience is gonna like it? Is my point. I don't think they care. I mean, I I feel like they've been doing this for so long. They're probably. Like, I don't care who opens this tour, but yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, I would love Definitely. to think that they picked me, but I think the reality is they're like, I don't know, is this band like chill? Are they, can they like act normal in a situation like this? Because <laughs> what if you had a band that was, are they going to embarrass I was like me? thinking about this because it's so schedules like that are so strict and we were first of three and it's like a 30 minute set. It's like not a minute under, not a minute over. You have to be. It's like boot camp kind yeah. of in like a good way. Like you always have to be ready. You have to have your shit set up. Like there's no slacking. And so many times on that tour, I was just thinking like, what if a band that was partying or drinking was on this tour? I feel like they would just get like kicked off for bigger tours like this. Cause everyone would be like, Hey, this is not your show. And B we're not going to tolerate this, which I love. I'm like, you, so you're, so you like boot camp. You're fine with that. I do, yeah, I, and I love a thirty-minute set. Yeah, but let me let me tell you something, Alicia. We all like that, and I like. like yeah. I went to Drake the other night. The, the The shit is over two hours. The Cure was three over three hours. Like, what are we doing? I don't want to see anybody play for that long. No way, no way. <laughs> two hours, like two and a half hours. Someone was telling me that Taylor Swift plays for like three and a half hours. I'm, I was. Just I like, think that I think that those level. I think those level of artists feel. A guilt for the ticket price yeah that's and they're like i have to do this and it's like no yeah. you you don't like we will pay yeah. to see like taylor swift you can do an hour and i'm probably good yeah hour and a half max. You, you know what i do when i feel guilty about the ticket price i lower the ticket price <laughs> yeah i was apologizing to people on the pixies tour when i would go to the merch table and they would say i came for you i always am like i'm so sorry that you had to pay 60 dollars <laughs> to see a bully set like 
definitely not worth it not to talk shit on myself but i i, I take it personally i feel bad i'm like do you want a t-shirt for free like how can i make up for no this? no no look if, i i think i don't think no, anyone no, don't do that you're you can't let your imposter syndrome get in the way of chasing a bag okay yeah you're you need to be it's more already... of a, you need to be more of a bag cha- you need to be <laughs> more of that. a bag chaser alicia i can yeah. tell are you okay the are you not imposter's a, been here are you not about your money like that no i don't know i just i think it's my low self-esteem getting you know what i'm saying like i'm just like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not allowed behind the merch table because I, I will give the reason like our tour started doing merch is because <laughs> I will just give stuff away because I'm like don't worry about it you don't want to spend $40 here like it's fine like it's not you know like I still feel don't worry don't worry yeah, about I'll buy, it I'll buy this don't worry and you, and you know that you know that if the, if you give it away then the $40 comes out of your pocket right absolutely yeah okay <laughs> okay just making okay, sure i just want to clear are you looking for new management chris is is down <laughs> well i mean sure <laughs> you're like yeah whatever i don't know if you can get me to if you, you can, can get join me the team make more money come on the team uh well i was just saying i wonder if the mentality behind that is like i think if you come up doing music or anything in the arts there's this mentality that it's like you should be lucky to even get this opportunity you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying we don't Mm -hmm. really want to pay you this much like you're you know and so it's like you just get kind of used to that and you want to accommodate that when really it's like okay well nobody's actually paying a shit anymore because of spotify you know what i'm saying it's it's like but i think that might i don't know maybe that has nothing to do with it no that has everything to do with it oh definitely and i agree with you because i have a lot of your same traits with um you know just that type of insecurity controlling things like that where like no you but you know it comes with time and experience and you meet people who are like hey like i make enough money to be able to afford this ticket to come see you and i love supporting you because i love the the art that you create it makes my life better i'd rather give you 30 bucks than like fucking netflix you know what i mean yeah and then of course at that point you have to be their friend forever and you have to respond to every single dm and play at their (laughs) wedding and all that stuff but you know it beats working at ups right honestly i feel like i would play some weddings if the price right have have you not done a wedding i feel like you you'll do one at some point no i haven't what's your fan base looking like though is it guys that look like me or is it like young people uh i would say a lot of lgbtq Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can just identify them from the stage. That's interesting. <laughs> so you're stereotyping their sexuality based That's on their looks? I talk to people after the show. No, I know, I know. I'm not a monster. So you're like, hey, thanks for coming to the show. Is you gay? <laughs> yeah. Raise your hands. Uh, okay. Pe- people that appear to be leaning queer. I mean, I'm in the club. I, I'm like, I'm not. Yeah. Sure, sure. The demographic, it's all over the place. Okay, so LGBTQ plus and then some creepy straight dudes? For sure, yeah. <laughs> always. Sure, for yeah. sure, creepy straight dudes. Okay, yeah. always. So it's a show. Yeah. Got it. If, yeah, exactly. If you're a woman making music, you unfortunately depend on the ticket sales to creepy to creepy dudes. You got to keep the, the van gassed. God, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, you can't pay for gas with like, I painted this picture of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Do people bring you stuff? Is it like, do people bring you shit? Yeah, Is it sometimes. Cookies, baked goods, quilts? I get nice gifts. Like, I get notes or... Or I get like little bracelets and I keep, I actually have a box that I keep notes in every time I'm given one from somebody, I don't want to say from a fan, somebody who paid for a show. I think it's like, the music is like very, 
vulnerable. I think if, if somebody takes the time to write a, a handwritten note and give it to you, we can call them a fan. I know yeah, it's that's weird nice. to say my fans and we don't have to do that, but yeah. That is very sweet. We have never received any, you know, like your music changed my life. Well, someone type. would maybe pass me a note that said like, I'm going to kill you, yeah. but it not definitely not something nice. Somebody, yeah, we've been, we've been served court documents on stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a yeah, large exactly. manila envelope. Mine are usually like very thoughtful things that I keep. And then when I, oh, I don't doubt then it. when I'm really like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Then I'll, or like feeling very not good about my choices. Then I'll sometimes crack one of those notes open. I'll be like, they said this song was pretty good. Like, keep going. <laughs> I think that's sweet. It I think that's very healthy me. as well. No, that's yeah. very nice. I mean, that's amazing to have that sitting in your closet and you're like, I can. I can pull on this when I need to. Yeah. Why can't I have a, a, a fan of my music as a little treat, right? Yeah, that's yeah. nice. It keeps you going when you yeah have low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop bringing this up, but it's like, I don't know. It is really sweet. I mean, well, I think it's easy to think. Well, I mean, the, this this record, though, has gotten like really great reviews, right? Like it's pretty positive across the board. Do you look at shit like that or no? I was talking about this with my friend who's putting a record out today. We were talking about this yesterday. To me, the idea of like a music critic is so, uh, whatever, I'm just going to say it. I don't give a shit. It's just so, such an eye roll. It's like the the thought of like somebody being like, let me decide for you what I think about this. Like, I would never assume that anybody gives a shit about like how this thing resonated with me. I mean, I know it's people's jobs, but it's kind of funny, right? Like it's a little bit goofy. It's just, Oh, I know. I mean, I think I read them to read them. I don't read them to be told what to like and not like. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? But I think a lot of people don't have that. Not that I'm a genius by any means, but I think a lot of people, uh, don't ha don't approach it that way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like if if a review decides before you get a chance to decide, yeah, feel yeah. about the music or it sways like your relationship with it, that sucks. Like that's that does oh, suck. I, agree. Yeah, I, I, agree. I think that that criticism of of all types, especially music, is is something that is a little antiquated and it's not as necessary now when everyone can just look at Spotify and listen to the thing instantly versus like, yeah, feels, I need to figure out yeah. what my favorite writer at Rolling Stone thinks about the new Radiohead before I go to the store and spend $20 on the CD. And nowadays, you, you can kind of decide for yourself. But also, yeah. the, the thing that I like about criticism is that if you find a critic of anything, it could be restaurants or movies or whatever, if you, if you really like them and you feel like this person's opinions on things resonate with you, then if they say like, hey, this random record from Bully is really good. I love it. You're going to make a lot of new fans. And like, hey, I, I trust this person's taste and have a new thing. But also, if you don't leave negative reviews to show people what you don't like, then nobody's going to get excited when you do like something. So Yeah. I, yeah. Which, I'm, I mean, obviously you understand I that. I don't have Yelp or anything. Well, we definitely don't need um, peer-generated reviews. I've never left a review on anything in my life. No, I, I think that shit... I mean, it's crazy to me. Like, I, obviously, like, reading, you know, reviews in Pitchfork or whatever is, like, that's... You're right. That's, like, somebody's job. Like, people take it really seriously. Yeah. Reading my peers reviews on yelp of like a thai restaurant that is fucking insane <laughs> no like i do i do not care what you think about this like i do not yeah. care one time i found an old bandmate's girlfriend's yelp page <laughs> and that is 
a funny <laughs> i mean that'll that will tell you that will really tell you about a person that is kind of like a goal like jackpot you're like oh my god i just found yeah a that you review everything publicly which is <laughs> i mean that's insane yeah and then b like what you're saying that's like having that's like people who leave their venmo on public yeah like why do you why do you what do you you want me to know that you're so cheap that you charge your friend five dollars for a latte like yeah. hide that <laughs> yeah. it's really easy to hide that like it's really easy have you it's set up to hide have you read the sugar free habrero i don't know if i'm saying that right gummy bears reviews on amazon no 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 sugar free haribo no there's so it's so good. My siblings and I took turns reading them one Christmas. Like, <laughs> because there's so, because people you know, take it so seriously. They're all talking about how they had like insane diarrhea from them, but everyone's like oh, going in I like have heard in this. depth, like paragraphs of stories and like feeding off the other one. And it's like it's so funny. This that's the perfect thing to do on Christmas with all of your siblings when you don't have yeah. much to do. That's an amazing yeah. holiday activity. Yeah, I do remember that. That's and really and everyone was feeding off the energy of like yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned on day three that's when the shivering started to happen because <laughs> I as well <laughs> <laughs> I but yeah, when when re, when review, I mean, the best thing because I, I read I hate read stereo gum a lot for some reason, but but I the comments turn into it, it 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 so quickly devolves into like an argument about yeah. something whereas th this haribo story sounds like it was more like a everyone relating to each yeah, other and yeah, sharing yeah. an experience so it's, it's like, like an al-anon meeting yeah exactly it's real it's really aa but with diarrhea yeah but it's like that really potentially blue colored that's really yeah exactly that's really that's heartwarming to me kind yeah of. that's heartwarming there was like a unisex item on amazon i don't remember what it was but i was there was a review that also it was a similar thing where someone asked like is this for men and everybody was just like uh, I don't know if you use this product, like you might lose your beard and your flannels. And everybody was just like <laughs> riffing on it because it was totally mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah. a unisex thing. And it was, it was, that was, it was like toothpaste work. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. it was like, a can men use Yo, this can, lotion? Can dudes use this? I don't, I don't yeah. know, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Um, man. He's trying. He's trying. Alicia, thank you for joining us today on How Long Gone. Um, it was a pleasure. Uh, I'm a big fan. I think the record is A++, and I hope everyone uh, goes and listens to it. Um, we need more of this kind of music in the world, so I appreciate you. Yay. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's called Lucky For You, and it's out now on Sub Pop everywhere that you stream music, right? Yeah. We'll come see you. Yeah. If, I, if, if the tour lines up, I'd love to come. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. I can't believe this is over already. I feel like we talked about nothing with any sort of like. That's what a that's fast what little we do hour. here. We've I've read all your all your kind of heart pouring interviews. You know, you've done that other places. We don't we yeah, don't need that. Great. We don't yeah. need that. We don't need this that. Is ideal for, for me. We don't need that for you. Uh, <laughs> have a good day. We'll see you soon. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Alicia. Thanks, guys. That was fun.